This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. All right, guys, welcome to tonight's reaction podcast. Um, that's all I got to say about that one. Uh, no, I'm just kidding. I'm going to give you some analysis, or at least try to. Try and keep it fresh. I actually do have some thoughts. Um, Iowa State got rolled tonight by West Virginia. Was pretty confident this would happen. Seventy-six to sixty-one. And um, before I get into it, thanks to our sponsor, of course, Carl Chevrolet, your dealer for life. Carl Chevrolet. I've uh, been uh, working on the wrap for the new Cyclone Fanatic truck that will be debuting here in a couple of weeks. So look forward to that. All right. Um, so. This one, like if you if you just watch basketball and you watched enough Iowa State this year and you watched enough West Virginia, you just knew this would likely be a name your score type of game for the Mountaineers. It was, um, you know, it I, Iowa State's kind of lucky that West Virginia didn't shoot the ball very well. They were six of twenty two from three. Um, the Mountaineers were fifty nine percent from the field in the first half. They cooled off a bit in the second 20 minutes, but that's that's all fairly irrelevant when you're on the road in that type of a game and you give up 18 offensive rebounds and 19 second-chance points. I mean, Iowa State would have had to have played an absolute perfect game and caught West Virginia on a bad night tonight to win this thing, but when you give up that type of a stat, it's simply not possible. It's just not. You knew you, that the one way you could potentially – keep this close as one you had to like shoot lights out which is very difficult for this team the cyclones were five for 16 but you would have to you know somewhat try and match west virginia's toughness which is really tough because frankly they're maybe the toughest team to use that word three times in 20 seconds in all of college basketball i think that that's a fair statement that they would be in that conversation and iowa state wasn't close tonight you know the the thing to um, this is just an overall view, and this has been this way for a while. It just seems like every offensive possession is such a struggle right now for Iowa State. Um, it just there's not a lot of rhyme or reason of what they're doing right now, and I, I think it really comes down to. I mean, you've basically got two guys right now. Tyrese Halliburton and Rogier Bolton, who are threats to score, and, and really nobody else on the team has has done that. I mean, Tyrese tonight was five of eight. I thought Tyrese played really well tonight, considering you know everything that he had up against him. But Tyrese isn't really playing his game though either. You know, three assists, two turnovers. Um, he's not able to create offense for others because it's just so easy when there's really only one other guy on the team who can consistently make a shot now and that's Rogier Bolton who I really like going into next year I think he's come on really strong I mean one of the things I like to look at is like what what were your stats in the non-conference how do you do in the league Rogier's gotten better throughout the season and, and thank God that he has but at the same time others have regressed 
George Condit has has regressed against Big Twelve competition. Um, you know, Michael Jacobson's just been really up and down. Tonight, Solomon Young got put back in the starting lineup and took a major step back. He was 0 for 8 from the field. Um, just really, I mean, not the not the same guy that we saw on Saturday at Texas. And the opponent, let's be honest, had a lot to do with that. But, um, I mean, that's the thing. Like, so, And it's frustrating now because Tyrese can't do what he was able to do even at the beginning of the year. Um, and teams, are, teams have got Iowa State scouted. And I just don't think Iowa State's talented enough to get out of it. Against a team like West Virginia especially, it's just such a bad matchup. And there's so much bigger across the board. I mean, it, it really did look like a, just size-wise, just pure size-wise. It looked like a JV team playing um, on the road in the big – against a big varsity team tonight and in the high school ranks. But the the bigs tonight, and that's Jacobson, uh, Young, and Condit, four of 18 from the field. Um, that gets pretty tough. It, I, I guess, too, guys, and I'm just, you know, I'm, and I'll ask this question. Trey Jackson only played 18 minutes tonight. He played 40 on Saturday at Texas. I suspect – that Steve Prohm was trying to match some of that West Virginia size would be why Trey didn't play as much. Um, I don't know that for a fact. Obviously, I'm not down there. Um, but, you know, Prentice Nixon back up to 17 minutes tonight. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm done making guesses about the rotation because I think that Steve Prohm, frankly, is just, you know, throwing stuff at the wall right now and hoping that something works because really – Again, the macro look at this team, you've basically got two guys and then you're just praying on a given night that somebody else can do something. And more often than not, that doesn't happen. Uh, A couple other notes that I took during this game, and I'm not going to keep you very long tonight because it it does get difficult. Like I can sit here and just talk, but it does get difficult to analyze games like this like and to do it somewhat intelligently a uh, quick take i think zion griffin should play more 12 minutes tonight i would have questions now he had three personal fouls so that's probably why his minutes were down i just i'm at the point where i want them to start building for next year like i would rather see um caleb grill get 17 minutes on a given night than prentice nixon at this point and i don't even know if that's fair uh, I know Prentice has not had the senior season that a lot of people hoped. Um, and I don't know what Caleb Grill looks like in preparation and all that. I just – just me as a fan, I would like to see them start building towards next year. And and maybe, you know, Caleb Grill can snap out of this awful offensive streak that he's been in and give himself some confidence. And we saw Trey Jackson do that over the last couple of weeks where, you know, hopefully fans are a little bit more optimistic about Trey. I think Zion Griffin maybe has done that a little bit, right? You guys see where I'm going here. I just, like, I don't know what trotting some of these older guys out there for 25 minutes is going to do unless you know 
Like, hey, listen, it's still February 5th. There's a lot of basketball left. If you can win games, you can win games. And, and I'll give them the benefit of doubt for that. But I'm just saying, like, as a fan, like, I would rather see some of these young guys get some run to see if they can start to, you know, develop and potentially, you know, give a little bit of hope as far as next year goes. But the, the rotation's just a – it's just a mess right now. And, I, and again, I – I don't even necessarily know like what the right answer is. I'm just giving my I'd rather see Grill, I'd rather see Jackson. I'd rather see Lewis, although, you know, you know, he had 8 tonight. But he he's just, you know, he has bad turnovers. He's he's not a great defender, but I, I just I want to see some different things, but I don't I don't really know what the answer is either because I don't think I really don't think any of these answers is going to re- result in more wins this year. But again, if you can like turn Caleb Grill's mindset around heading into the off season, and if you can continue to build upon Trey Jackson and Zion Griffin, maybe that you know kind of catapults something more positive next year. I don't know. I'm just spitballing here. All I know is it was a tough one to watch tonight, and we all, I think most intelligent people thought that this one would be a, this one to me, like, I hadn't felt this way in a long time about an Iowa State basketball game, but I went into tonight thinking there was almost no chance that they could win this game. And, you know, and, and it proved out to, to be the case. I, I wish that I was wrong with that, but the, it was just a terrible matchup all the way around, a, a, a complete and, and total mismatch tonight so you look ahead and now some winnable games coming up for Iowa State so that is the good news as I just pulled up Ken Palm right now and after tonight's loss it hasn't updated tonight but Iowa State is 76th in Ken Palm one two three four five six they've lost six of seven but the next three games are really winnable games for Iowa State not saying they'll win them all, but they're absolutely winnable. Kansas State on Saturday and Oklahoma the following – so a week from tonight. And then Texas coming up on Saturday the 15th. So you're looking at – you are looking at being favored probably in two of those games. I would guess that they'll be favored against Kansas State on Saturday and that they will be favored against Texas – on the 15th so we'll see we'll see about that but that's just my projection and then you know that it's kind of an unfortunate thing actually the easier half of this schedule is still ahead of Iowa State so I kind of you know as far as just completely playing the young guys maybe I went a little too far with that now that I'm looking at the remaining schedule you still get TCU at home still get Oklahoma State again and you still get Kansas State again after that so, I mean, you, you could put together some wins here and maybe make yourself feel a little bit better about the end of the year. But as far as, like, postseason and all that stuff, that's pretty much out the window at this point. But, um, yeah, just tough one tonight. I'm kind of rambling at this point, so I'm just going to end this as opposed to keep going and, and, and talking over myself. But I appreciate you all. Uh, it's been a tough season, no doubt, but I appreciate the numbers for this Instant Reaction podcast are still really good, which I'm – thankful for because that helps um helps with sales and all that stuff so thanks for tuning in guys we appreciate that and uh we'll be back psycho fanatic radio show 
on Thursday, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. MechDyne sponsors that for us. We will have um, Jared Stansbury and Brent Bloom. We'll be back for that one on Thursday. And then um, game coverage, all that good stuff coming up over the weekend. Real quick, too, I just want to give them a shout-out here to make sure that I get this right. The Iowa State women got a big win tonight over Oklahoma State, 74-63. to That's a program right now with some real momentum. Got a big game coming up on Saturday. I would encourage you to get out to Hilton Coliseum. Doubleheader. One of my favorite types of days when there's two games at Hilton Coliseum and one Saturday. I'm going to be there all day. I'm going to have the call of the women's game in the afternoon. So I'm looking forward to that. Um, But a shout out to the ladies tonight with that big win over Oklahoma State. They'll get Oklahoma on Saturday. Thanks for listening, everybody. Appreciate it. Have a good one.